Ollie, good to catch up with you. Media day has come around quickly, hasn't it? Which means the season's just around the corner. Um, the smile on your face suggests to me you're looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's felt like quite a long off-season, actually. And um, so, yeah, it's nice, nice to be getting back behind the wheel again and uh, getting racing again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've obviously got a lot to talk about in terms of the hybrid, um, but just very briefly, last season you had some ups and downs, didn't you? But there, there was also some really good positives coming out towards the end of the season. Yeah, I think um, it was it was a lot of change within the team last year. Different car crew, you know, change of ownership. David Bartram, you know, leaving the team, and uh, Peter Osborne coming in, obviously. And uh, and yeah, it was it was quite challenging. I mean, we started off the year okay, but yeah, I mean, it, it um, we weren't it, things weren't quite working for me in the middle of the year, and uh, which which reflected in the results. And uh, thankfully, thankfully, we found a place that I was a bit happier with towards the end of the year, and you know, things started to pick up again. It was a bit disappointing that not to find the consistency I was looking for over the course of the year, but it, you know, it's uh, at least we got back to where we should have been at the end. Yeah. So let's talk hybrid. Um, you've had some time in the car already. Everybody is trying to get to grips with the technology and the impact it's going to have on driving, strategy, all the rest of it. What's your take been on it so far? Well, I mean, my day job's actually... Um, I, I uh, develop brake-by-wire technology for, for Alcon, uh, specialist brakes and clutches, and um, and uh, and I've been looking after you know the, the research into EV stuff uh, for Mountune, which I've also uh, got an involvement with. And yeah, it, so it's it's interesting for me as as an engineer, and um, and it, it's um, it's interesting to see how it, how it's panning out and how the systems kind of materialise. But yeah, I mean, in, in terms of in terms of racing, it, it's um, yeah, I think everyone's um, everyone's a little bit apprehensive about the effect it's going to have on um, on the dynamics of the racing. Obviously, touring cars very close. It's a big change. It's going to shuffle the grid up quite a bit. But I think it's also going to present some some new opportunities. I mean, I've always been more of a of a racer than the qualifier, and I think the the strategic element of deploying the hybrid and when to use it in the lap and and where best to make use of it in terms of lap time rather than passing is um, is going to be um, quite different and interesting. What's it like uh, from a driver's seat when you press the button? Um, What's the impact? How does it feel? It's not exactly blow your socks off. <laughs> Um, it's uh, as as Mr. Gow has as, um, has said. It's not. Uh, it's only a mild hybrid system. It's not meant to yeah. to be um, to be to be massively um, <laughs> you know, a massive kick in the back. Um, but you can feel the difference. You know, you, can, you you pick up. To be honest, the biggest difference is actually what happens at the end of the straight where you've used it, where you carry a bit more speed. You have to to change your braking point, change your uh, the brake pressure. And um, and also just some of the the differences as well of the fact that although there's only a little bit of regenerative braking, it does affect the car. It does affect the diff in particular on a front wheel drive car. Must be the first season for some time where teams are going into the season and pretty much having to ignore all the previous data that they've got. Yeah, it's um, well, I'd say it, probably a bit strong to say ignore because the um, <clears throat> although the the cars are obviously a little, little bit heavier. Um, actually, you know, we've taken the opportunity. I mean, I've, I've got a different engineer this year. We've had a bit of a move around in the team. And, um, you know, I, I've actually gone for a completely different setup concept. And, um, and actually, everything carries over fine. There's only de details that um, the hybrid system's having an effect on. And, um, and for the bulk of it, actually, the, um, you know, the, the setups are remaining fundamentally the same. I don't, I don't see there being any major changes. 
How much more um, intense is the planning for this season in terms of talking to your engineer, talking to teams, talking to teammate about the strategy for each of the circuits? Because the way that the hybrid will enable you to maximise your performance is, is a new new thing, isn't it? Everybody's treading around new ground. Yeah, I mean, I think um, yeah, that certainly the, the front-running teams are, are going to be doing a lot of um, analysis into the best place to deploy the hybrid. Um, yeah, in terms of lap time and um, yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of extra communication around that to be honest, communication is quite intense anyway, leading up to a weekend so it's probably actually going to take something away from something else if you see what I mean and uh, yeah, we're going to have to find the space in the schedule to, to be able to talk about it but, um, but I, I do think teams are going to have to work out how they, they, they communicate it to the drivers and you know, just, just the, the team management aspects of it are going to be quite interesting and it's going to be interesting to see how it, how it kind of pans out across the grid. I guess all the teams are also having the same conversation. New kits coming in, uh, which is having to be bedded into the cars and learn how it works. There are opportunities for gremlins to get into the system, uh, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, we, we've certainly had some, some challenges with the initial running. Um, and I, th I think quite a few people have. Theoretically, the system's a, a black box, so the, the teams can't really do anything. Mm. Um, I think in terms of the raw installation, there's not a huge amount to get wrong with it. Um, whether that, that means that there won't be any problems for the first half of the year, I, d I don't know. But uh, <laughs> With your day job, you mentioned before about your, your involvement and the work that you do in that area. Is there a danger that you can start to overthink Oh, What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've already already had Ollie Collins, the team manager, telling me to shut up. Um, but um, but no, it's. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially with it being a new thing for for a lot of people, and even the support guys in the, the grid. Yeah. You know, to to an extent, I you know I'm more used to these systems than than a lot of people in the field. I think so. It, it, it's um, so I, I'm definitely a pain for anyone that's that's dealing with it. But um, but it, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I've got to focus on driving the car. So it's uh, the, the less I think about that, that kind of stuff, the better. So, uh, yeah. Talking of focusing on the driving, um, in your own mind, have you set yourself a series of stepping stone goals for the season? I mean, if we get, say, by halfway, where would you be expecting you to be? Um, I think, to be honest, I've, I've been in touring cars a number of years now. Um, I've, I've achieved what I wanted to achieve in terms of outline goals. Ultimately, I'm, I'm realistic. I've got a day job, and um, it's um, you have to. I don't have the capacity to, to give it the commitment that guys like Ash and, and Dan do, you know, who, who do it as their full-time career. Um, I, I would still like to, to finish in the top ten of the championship. I think that's quite challenging now because it is. It's extremely difficult. The grid's just it's bonkers competitive now. And um, but you know, ultimately, if I can get some great results this year, stand on the podium, uh, be up the front in qualifying, then I'll be happy. Lovely, honest assessment. Thank you for sharing that. Um, it's going to be a great season, um, and I know that you're going to have a good and consistent season. So the very best of luck with that. For when the lights go out at Donington, and only in what a couple of weeks' time, isn't it? Fantastic. So Ollie, the very best of luck. Thanks, Steve. Now, just before you finish, uh, we're playing this little game. Start the season off with some fun. Um, three and six. There are six questions on cards which you can't see in front of you. Choose three. Read out the question and give me the answer. Okay, for number four, number two. And number six, because I don't like odd numbers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, you go Karakarak on. Okay, number four. What is your favourite racing memory? 
oh, it's definitely the, that first one at Silverstone. That's it's easy. It was emotional day. I mean, it was an emotional day for the team as well with with Rory having the big accident at, yeah. um, earlier on in the race. But to um, to, to have that yeah have that joust. Yeah, I, could, I can remember every moment of it like it's yesterday. You know, it's, um, it was a great day. It was a great day for my family, for the team. And, um, yeah, it's easy. Okay. <laughs> Next one, well done. Number two, how much money would make you happy? Um, probably about um, what the usual saying is about 10% more than I've got now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> very, very true answer. Yes, well done. And your final question. <laughs> uh, number six, uh, when was the last time you told a lie? Oh, God. We're going to narrow that down, aren't we? <laughs> that looks like you're avoiding the question then. I don't blame you. Yeah, you know, probably it's something to do about uh, to my wife. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be obeying the speed limits on the way home, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Ollie, have a great season. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks very much.